This is an ABC podcast. Hello, and today you're listening to Short. You're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Curly, 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 Curly. Short and Curly! everyone and welcome to another episode of Short and Curly. I've got all our notes right here and it's going to be a cracker. Whew, Molly, it's, it's a little hot in here, isn't it? Um, yep. Okay, Carl, but I'm trying to start the show. We have so much good stuff to talk about. Sorry, maybe it's just really stuffy in this recording studio. Would you mind if I just crack a window? Fine. Now, as I was saying, today's episode is going to blow you away. Ah! All our program planning notes are blowing away! What? You opened the window and... No! Uh, Our notes! Close it! Quick! Too late! They're gone! Oh, man! What are we going to do? I can't remember all that genius we wrote last night. Uh... Why do we always write our notes on paper instead of on the computer like cool modern people? Oh, was it was it something about, like, sandwiches? What? No. What would be ethical about sandwiches? Maybe we could do something else instead. <gasps> Wait a second. Ooh, Carl's making his good idea face. I do have a good idea. Okay, so hear me out. We have amazing listeners, right? Uh, cha. They're the best. We see our listeners as very much part of Team Short and Curly. That's because we all do the thinking in this show. True dat, sister. In fact, our listeners often suggest short and curly topics for us to take on. And we've made shows about them. Yes, I love getting those emails. So I was thinking, what about if today we answer some of those questions? Ones we haven't made a whole show about yet. Oh my gosh, I love that. Maybe we could do it like a game show, like like a quiz show with lots of yelling and fancy costumes. <gasps> that sounds awesome, but it seems like a lot to organise and we don't really have the time or money or equipment. <laughs> wow, there's confetti falling from the ceiling and look at these buzzers and there's a live audience and a complicated set with props. How did you get all this ready so fast? Hang on, why am I wearing a white suit? And and my hair is so neat. And I'm wearing my most glamorous sequin pantsuit. (gasps) Wow, we look like a million bucks. But uh, hang on, where did you get this studio audience from, Molly? (laughs) Oh, there was a school group tour at the ABC, so all I did was grab a giant bag of lollies and entice them into the studio. So without further ado, folks, welcome to everyone's favourite game show. Answer the question! Answer, answer! Here, Carl, take some cue cards. Oh, thank you. Welcome to Answer the Question, everyone. Where we battle it out to answer some of the questions... Oh, right, I just got the name. ...from our young listeners around the world. Why is that piece of equipment moving? Carl, that's our automatronic sidekick for Answer the Question! Yay! Wow, we have our own robot? Yes, sirree. This whole time it's just been sitting in the studio with all our other recording machines. We've just never noticed there's a robot in the room. Hello, mister. 
How handy. Now, this little robo-pal is named Bleeper, and it's going to skim through Short and Curly's email inbox and randomly generate strange quiz questions and challenges that our Curly kids have sent us. Hot damn! Well, what are we waiting for? Let's answer the... No! Hang on, Carl. We're still waiting on our last contestant, the greatest ethicist this side of the sun, Matt, the Doctor Beard. Where is he? Hey, guys. Sorry I'm late. Okay, now, the ethical problem with sandwiches is that typically they're seen as a savoury meal and yet we can put sweet... Oh, no, 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 Matt. Forget everything we were going to do. We're doing like a quiz show thing now instead. I told you we had planned to make a show about sandwiches. So what is this quiz show? Well, it's... Answer the question! Okay, let's test our buzzers. I'll go first. Okay, me next. Ugh, what was that? Okay. Cool. Round one. Our first question is from George, Johnny and Dory. Should you tell your friends their breath smells? Molly. Hmm, should you tell your friend their breath smells? You'd almost definitely embarrass them, which sucks because I never want to hurt my friend's feelings. Carl. But isn't it also embarrassing and awkward if they walk around all day with terrible breath talking to loads of different people? Oh, absolutely. Which is why I believe in a little embarrassment now and they'll thank you later. Tell them their breath smells. Tell them they have food in their teeth. Tell them their fly is undone. That's my answer. Ten points to Molly. Jeez, this friend of yours is a real mess, Molly. The friend is... me. You know what? I actually have a genius solution to this question where you fix the problem and no one gets offended. I would offer them a mint. I would pop a mint myself and they'd be like, hey, do you want a mint? They'd never even know their breath smelt bad. So my answer is give them a nice minty lolly. Whoa! 40 points to Carl. Yeah, pretty clever, huh, bleeper? That is clever, Carl, but I have a follow-up question for you. What if they say no to the mint? Ooh! Carl loses 20 points. What? Oh, come on, bleeper. Well, this is an ethics game show. There are always twists and turns. Can I have a go at answering? Yay! Answer! 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 I think that's a yes from the audience, Matt. Matt, what do you think? The smell, to tell or not to tell. I reckon it depends on how well you know the person and whether they trust you and know that you're looking out for them or if they think you're probably making fun of them. We'd all want to know if our breath was smelly, but I'd kind of want to hear it from someone I knew wasn't going to judge me for it. So if it's your friend, I reckon it's probably okay to tell them they breath stinky. 20 points to Matt. This is fun. Round two, round two, round two. Bleeper's screen says this is a lightning round. My reflexes are lightning fast. And it's asking you to read out a list of table manners for me. And you have to guess whether they're good table manners or not. Aha! All my years at that fancy Alpine table manners boarding school in Switzerland are finally going to pay off. But, Carl, here's the tricky bit. You only have 30 seconds to get as many right as you can. 
all you have to say is good or bad. Then we'll move on to the next question. Ready? Born ready. And the clock starts now. Elbows on the table. Uh, bad. Yes. Flicking peas at your sister. Uh, bad. Yes. Whinging about. Bad. Bad. No. The full question was whinging about not being at a fancy dinner. Next. No time. Picking your nose. Bad. Yes. Chewing your food, spitting it back out, mushing it together with other things on your plate, then using the newly formed food ball as hair gel. Uh, bad. Yes. Eating with your fingers. Bad. What? And that's time. Wait a second. Eating with your fingers is definitely not good manners. Do you reckon bleepers starting to get a bit glitchy? Actually, I know I wasn't in this round, but can I just chime in for a second? Yay! <laughs> I think that's a yes from the audience, Matt. Thank you. Matt, if you answer this correctly, you could win a car. Whoa! Really? That's amazing. Wait, how can we even afford that? Wow, Molly, a new car. I don't know if it's new and I don't know if it's even a car. I just found a pair of keys in the lift and now they're a prize. What a thrifty idea. Matt, it's time to answer and you could win the keys to this, hopefully, new car. Or at least you'll win some lovely looking keys. Whoa! Answer the question! Thank you. Thank you. Wow, it's so nice to be a crowd favourite. And when it comes to eating with your hand, there are places in the world where it's totally normal to eat with your hands. And there are other places where it's considered to be super rude. So I think what's tricky here is that there's a difference between ethics and etiquette. Etiquette is kind of like the rules about politeness, but ethics is about right and wrong. So everywhere around the world, we usually think it's ethically good to be polite. But what politeness looks like is different in different places. So when it comes down to it, eating with your hands is right or wrong depending on whether it's seen as polite or impolite in whatever place you happen to be. You've won the car. You've won the car. This is the best day ever. Not sure a key you just found is the most ethical kind of prize to give, Molly, but anyway, congratulations, Matt. And a big thank you to Sophie and Alex for writing to us with that question. Fast round, fast round. First on the buzzer wins many points. Many points? <gasps> OK, that's a very unclear number of points. Ready? The question comes from Ruby. And it is. Is it the parents' fault if children are mean and rude? Matt. This question's too tricky to give a fast answer, but the answer is sort of yes and no. A lot of the things that we learn about what's right and wrong, we learn from role models, people we look up to who show us what it means to be kind and what it means to be brave or what it means to be selfish. And a lot of times those people are our parents. And if we don't have any positive role models, it can be difficult to figure out how we're supposed to relate to other people. But it is still a little bit up to all of us to think about the things that we've learned and the things that we've been told are right and wrong and try to figure out for ourselves whether or not those stand up. And that's kind of what we try to do on Short and Curly. We take all of these beliefs and opinions and behaviours and we put them under the microscope to figure out whether they hold up. So 
in terms of whether it's a parent's fault, it is a little bit, but it's also a child's fault if they're being rude and mean because they do have a chance to figure it out for themselves. Classic Matt Beard. Can't give just one answer, even on a quiz show. Yeah, right. It's all on the one hand and then on the other hand and then on the third hand and then you get to the hundredth hand and he just keeps going. Yeah, nice going. one, Carl. Score update, score update, score update. Uh, how am I minus 4,000 points? And why does it say my score is error invalid? Cool. My score is legendary. At least two of those scores aren't even actual numbers. Is, Is Bleeper okay? Cut to commercial, cut to commercial, cut to commercial. Okay, I guess we'll be back after these technical difficulties on... Answer the question! Three teddy bears on a rampage. Leaving a mess all around the house. A fast-paced thriller. In fast cars. In an action movie. That'll have you on the edge of your seat. And we're back with... Answer the question! <laughs> Short and Curly's very own quiz show. Round four, lightning round. Another lightning round. And this time it's me versus Matt versus Molly. First question is from Lily, Asher, Indiana and Charlotte. Why are golden retrievers so cute? Because they're little doggy angels that fell from the sky. Yes. I'm not sure that's the most ethical answer. Is bleeper malfunctioning? Not everyone is going to say golden retrievers are cute. What's seen as cute often changes in different times and different places. But also, cute things are usually seen as harmless. But a little toddler might not see a big golden retriever as being cute, but scary. And another thing... No time, Matt! It's a lightning round! Next question from Alex and Sophie. Do young people always have to respect their elders? Momo. No way. Respect people based on their opinions and if they're a good person, not because they're older than you. Carl. People who've lived longer tend to know a lot more and I'm older than you, Molly, so you should show me some respect. I'm Carl, I'm so old, I'm probably going to die soon. (laughs) Hey, I'm actually the oldest of the three of us, so how about you both show me some respect? Go to your rooms. Yes, Yes, Matt. Matt. Yeah, Bleeper, good point. I don't actually have the power to send Molly and Carl to their rooms. Danger, danger, danger. Whoa, what is happening with Bleeper? Bleeper has a final message for us. Look, down. Wait, wait a sec, guys. Look at these trapdoors opening up in front of each of us. Can, can you guys see what's in there? It looks like a pool of icy cold milk. But wait, it, it's also filled with snapping crocodiles? Loser gets pushed. Into the pool? My God, Bleeper. I did not sign up for this. This quiz show has been terrible at teaching us about ethics. 
ethics isn't about giving the first answer that pops into our head or about showing why everyone else is wrong or punishing them for getting the wrong answer. It's about being careful, imaginative and curious about the way we should live and treat ourselves and treat other people. Am I right, everyone? Yay! <laughs> I think that's a yes from the audience, Matt. Oh, thank you. Oh, Bleeper has our final scores. <gasps> yes, I've got two points. Wait, I have no idea what that means. Is that is that good, guys? And I'm... Also on two points. Well played, Carl. Let's call this one a draw. Well, I don't know what else you'd call it. Hang on. I'm on two points too? What happened to Legendary? Bonus round. What? Another bonus round? <gasps> a chance to pull ahead and not get dunked in the icy milk crocodile pool. I thought it was all over. I can taste victory already. That's just milk fumes. Okay, this is my chance to really shine. Bleeper's putting the final bonus question up, and it's from Alana. And it is. We've all read fairy tales, but is there really such a thing as good and evil? And how can you know who's good and who's not? Okay, well. Jeez. I mean. Uh, where to start? I don't. Evil uh, is. Uh, yikes. I think. I've got nothing. I mean, I have a million thoughts, but they are all jumbled and overlapping. You've really sent us a doozy, Alana. Mm, come on, Matt. Ethics mode. He's just slapping himself in the face a bunch. So, Matt Beard, you're from the Ethics Centre. How's about you try to get those bonus points, eh? See if you can answer this one about good and evil. What a brilliant question, Alana. And it might be a bit too long for us to figure out in a quiz show. After all, people have been thinking about this question for thousands of years. But here's a couple of questions I want to leave with you. First, are there some things that any reasonable person should think are wrong, no matter what time in history they were born or where in the world they lived? For example, let's imagine someone who thought it was a good thing to put newborn babies into a catapult and shoot them across the world just for fun. No matter what arguments they gave us to try to defend their view, we might just want to say, you're wrong. That's evil, always and everywhere. And second, what do you think an evil person actually looks like? If someone's evil most of the time, but they're really nice to their dogs or generous to their neighbours, does that mean that they're not evil anymore? Can people do bad things and be forgiven for them? What happens if a person lives a perfect life except for one really horrible thing that they did once a long time ago in their life? We can't work out whether these people are good or evil until we define our terms. What does it mean to be a good person? What does it mean to be an evil person? And thirdly, the other thing to think about is... Time up. What? We're all still on two points? So who gets pushed into the crocodile pool? Wait, surely Bleeper wouldn't just push us all. Oh, I see a milky. Oh, my God, we're all going to die. Farewell, dear friends. Tell my son I love him. And the crocs are circling. Thanks also to our Brains Trust from Baranda State School, Luca, Huon, Freya, Seraphie, Noya and Ava. And, and also to sound engineer Hamish Camilleri. Ah, what was that on my leg? And, of course, to all of the students in today's live audience. 
I can't believe we're gonna die in a pool of icy milk getting nibbled by crocodiles, all thanks to some robot. I thought I'd die a rich old lady in a house full of dog servants. Short and Curly is made by ABC Audio Studios. Special thanks to creator and producer Kyla Slavin, executive producer Justine Kelly, and manager Kelly Reardon. If only we hadn't lost that script. Goodbye, brave world. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of Answer the Question. Just in case you're worried, we're not actually dead. How nice for us. Now remember, you can write to us if you have ideas for new shows, curly questions you want us to tackle, or opinions about the shows we've already made. And did you know we have a short and curly book now? It's written by me and the show's producer, Kyla, and it's called The Short and Curly Guide to Life. And you can buy it even if you don't live in Australia, Just look for an online bookseller who ships to your country. Mac, I thought you were eaten by crocodiles. No, we made it out safely, with a little bit of teamwork. Well, that's a shame. Bleeper? Bleeper, why are you coming toward me so fast? You are the winner of Answer the Question. Congratulations. Bleeper, no, Bleeper! Goodbye, Matt. Goodbye, Matt. Goodbye, Matt. You are the winner. You are the This has been an ABC podcast. Check out the ABC Kids Listen app. It's full of educational and entertaining audio programs.